Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Ryan, a veterinarian and a veterinary behavior residency graduate. And I'm Dr. Serena, I'm also a veterinarian and a, a veterinary behavior resident. So Dr. Ryan, did you want to show the viewers the question that we got? Let me share it if I can. Technology is so complicated. Let's do this. Here we go. All right. So this is, it looks like they had commented on my cat uh, <laughs> walking across in front of the screen. For those of you who, have, who haven't seen the previous episode, feel free to go back there. But essentially my cat blocked the view of the camera. I get used to it. But this commenter says, what about these cats here? Um, are they just being jerks? What do you think, Dr. Orion? Yes, yeah, so, so it's a, it's a, it's actually something that I'm being asked a lot, and as you said, it's kind of like a very, a very common. Are, are cats just jerks? <laughs> right. I mean, I guess some of them, like some people, are jerks. <laughs> uh, they are I mean, I deliberately don't knocking things off the table. Just yeah. That less, or... especially the glass. That's like your more expensive glassware. <laughs> yes. And and many times they will do it only when you're there to actually watch them do it. And like, mm -hmm. you know, they're looking at you and like, hey, you know. Yeah, but I think I think the the question here should be broken down into two things because one he was asking about um you know, getting in front of the television or in front of the of the computer screen while we're working on it, yep. uh, and the other one I think was uh, biting, like showing your belly, yep. and the second that you you belly and you start rubbing the your cat's belly, he kind of like bites you, and yep. uh, so I mean the the two things might be connected to each other uh, and kind of like explained by the same thing, but they might also have different reasons. Uh, so, so let's, let's start with the, uh, standing in front of the television or, uh, in front of the screen. I think the most common reason would be attention seeking behavior, right? And, and by the way, knocking things, uh, off the table or off the shelves, uh, and, you know, starting to kind of like try to play with you only in the middle of the night and all of that, many times is a result of some seeking attention, uh, sorry, attention-seeking behavior. And yeah. it's a really good at getting it from us and training us, and they, they know how to get us to interact with them. Now, many times people think that, no, how, how can it be attention seeking if we get mad at the cat and scream at the cat and, and, you know, gets frustrated and all of that, but those people probably don't have any kids. <laughs> they would know that when even kids want attention, they will even do bad things to get their right. parents attention. Sometimes horrible things. So it's a well-known thing. You know, the cat jumps on the on the screen or in front of the screen, and like everyone starts shouting and like, "No!" 
movies and you know it's always kind of like when everyone is is like that's that someone's gonna score the touchdown or something like that and then the cat jumps on it or you're on a zoom conversation and your cat uh, or making a podcast and your cat jumps yeah. on the screen and has his butt to the camera you know <laughs> of course he has the, the butt to the camera because they're usually facing us yeah you want us to, to pet them Yeah, uh, so I think that in most cases, this behavior is attention-seeking. Uh, what do you think? So for my cat, Yo-Yo, I would say there's two reasons why she wants to be um, in front of me near the laptop. Uh, so attention-seeking is probably the number one, which we can always talk about Um how we have accidentally reinforced the I'm gonna put problem because it's only a problem for us it's not a problem exactly <laughs> uh, but the problem behavior of walking across the screen has been accidentally reinforced because I might pick her up and then move her and then that's uh, um, part of the reinforcing behavior is that she did get a moment of attention even if it was, not the attention that she needed. And so then next time she might be a little bit more persistent and cling to my shoulder and I might be like pulling her off and all the claws are pulling my shirt. Yeah. Uh, so attention seeking. And then the other one is um, the laptop's nice and warm and she likes to lie on it. <laughs> so yeah. seeking warmth in general. <laughs> yeah. I guess so, so that's actually also something that I was thinking, kind of like the second reason that that would they think would explain it so so yeah the like the temperature of the screen or no maybe even the static electricity that sometimes the screen might have uh I think that some some cats actually enjoy it <laughs> and so for sure I mean there's no like study that that checked it but <laughs> yeah maybe maybe they like it yeah <laughs> you didn't know I know. Mm -hmm. I know that I have accidentally reinforced her um, behavior of jumping up on the the uh, kitchen counter. So I have two cats. I have two cats. One is my older cat. She's nine years old. And uh, she was jumping up on the counter for food. So in order to decrease the behavior of jumping up on the counter for food is one, you don't have food on the counter. But two, reinforcing the behavior of being on the floor. So if food was the reinforcer, then she got, developed it to be like, I lie down by your feet and I wait for snacks. And then mm -hmm. I don't need to jump on the counter for the snacks because you will reinforce this behavior while I'm yes. sitting here. Yes, human slave, give me food. Yeah. So my older cat was easy to train because food was the, was the reinforcer. I didn't need to do anything else other than reinforce a behavior that was alternative to jumping up on the counter. Now, the younger cat, her um, reinforcer was not food, but attention. And mm -hmm. so I accidentally reinforced, and I didn't realize it until I realized that, hey, there isn't any food, and she's at the edge of the counter doing this, reaching with her paws. <laughs> trying to get to me and so I was like oh no I've reinforced this behavior <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like oh no how am I gonna so then I was like okay well come over here and get some attention 
And then I was like, oh, maybe I can ignore it and <laughs> pretend like uh-huh. it's not happening. But then we went on holidays and we had a cat sitter and now she's just on the kitchen counter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who cares about rules? Whatever. Yeah. Still when she still went at eating or cooking, I don't like her there. So I use more of a management strategy. I put mm-hmm. her she's crate trained, so I actually put her in a crate when I'm cooking or eating. So what <laughs> What would you recommend to someone that's kind of like saying that they have an issue with the cat jumping on the screen, you know, whenever they're in a Zoom call or, or in general, when they're watching TV and the cat, and, and we do think that it's kind of like attention-seeking behavior. If it's attention-seeking, if you have, let's say, for instance, um, set them up for success, you give yeah. them attention before you go into your meeting. For example, I'll just use Cola. Cola is our puppy. So Mm. I said to my husband, I'm like, I need to take her out. I need to give her some activity so that when I come on the call with you, she's not in the background going. (laughs) That's what she would be doing. Yeah. Which is another attention seeking behavior is just whining at me. Oh, right now she's napping. But that's because I assured that she had enough activity attention she's been fed she's been outside to eliminate and all of her needs are done except for sleeping Mm -hmm. and the same goes for cats except for that most cat owners don't implement sleep training yeah like expect their cat to just like go and lie down and have a nap but not all cats will do that Mm -hmm. yeah so you say like exercise the cat or, or kind of yeah. like try to manage the sleeping habits so they will will fit correctly and nicely uh, to the time that uh, your schedule is to be in front of the computer. Exactly, exactly. So if you play with your cat with a wand toy, you make sure that they've had some cuddle time and then you can lock them in a bedroom with some snacks Mm-hmm. And once they've eaten and maybe used the litter box, they can just sleep. Because yes. cats should be sleeping 16 to 18 hours in a 24-hour period. If they're not, they're probably also more agitated. Exactly. I mean, sometimes it might even indicate some problem, a behavioral or medical problem. Like if we see that the cat is, you know, up all the time and always trying to do something, maybe it's actually related to stress. And then we need to deal with that as well. Uh, not or, just... or pain. Or pain would be another. Or pain. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about the the second topic? Yeah. So, so cat who's rolling around, showing your belly, and then you go in and you pet the cat and it grabs onto you and starts kicking you and doing the little bunny feet. Yes. Yeah. They, they have the tendency of becoming uh, and land sharks. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember if I ever. Yeah, I think I even told it in the, one of our previous episodes that like the worst animal attack that I ever had in all my years as a veterinarian, as a, a, you know someone that actually deals with aggressive pets uh, as part of my profession, and you know even before that as a regular uh, person. <laughs> the worst attack ever was by my brother's cat. Uh, and, you know, I can't really blame him, the cat, or my brother. 
You know, it's just easy. You can't blame your brother. Yeah. yeah. You can always blame my brother. But the the cat uh, was outside. It was like an indoor outdoor cat. It was outside mm-hmm. and I was coming to visit my brother. And the cat came to me kind of like, you know, rubbing on my leg. Kind of like, right. you know, the description here. And I said, oh, it's going to be so cute if I knock on my brother's door holding the cat in my hands. And that was a big mistake because the second that I picked him up, he freaked out. He bite <laughs> my finger deep, so deep. Oh, and no. Like, as, he, as he said, he kind of like with his uh, back legs, he, he did this uh, bunny kicking. Uh, now they say that like tigers and then uh, all of the, the big feli uh, do it to kind of like reap their praise abdomen apart. Yeah. They kind of like, because uh, uh, they usually don't kill them with their, with their bite itself. Right. They might right. choke them with the bite, but you know, so my hand was, instead of, of him opening the door and me holding a nice little kitty, he opened the door with me bleeding everywhere. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. And of course I had to get antibiotics. My hand was very, like, probably three times uh, the size because of the infection and inflammation uh, and a lot of pain. Uh, but again, that was my fault because the cat was, you know, didn't actually want to be picked up. And that brings me back to uh, kind of like the original question and wh- why do cats do it? So because many times we're just not very good at understanding cat behavior. So we automatically think that cats might be kind of like dogs and, and showing, and by the way, it's not always true in dogs either, but uh, we think that if the cat is rolling on its back, it means that uh, he's actually showing, uh, I don't know, signs of submission, or he's actually showing you, look, I'm, I'm giving you my exposed belly. It means that I trust you, or it means that, oh, yeah, you're, you're scratching me over the ear. Now scratch me on the belly, and that's not true. That's exactly the problem. The fact that the cat is rolling on its back and, and while you're, you're petting him doesn't mean that he wants you to pet his belly. It's, it's a normal behavior for a cat to do. Uh, and the problem is with us. They, they might actually do that to stop the interaction and not to have us pet their belly. So, of course, I know that maybe someone's going to uh, comment uh, below and say something like, no, my cats always let me uh, do it. Great for you. Uh, but in, in probably in most cases, if a cat is showing you your belly, uh, sorry, you, your belly, showing you his belly and, uh, you touch it, there's a very good chance that very fast he's going to bite your hand. Yeah. So the fact that they do it, that part is normal behavior. If they don't do it, I would say that that's the abnormal. Yeah. Dividing or showing the belly? If they're showing your belly and then you go and touch them, the grabbing action yeah. is it's instinctive. Right. So it you know, let like the twelve milliseconds before they cognitively realize that it's like, oh, actually that's my owner's hand. 
it's so instinctive that they'll immediately grab on and maybe they'll be like ah, 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 and then 12 milliseconds later they're like oh it's you and you're not trying to hurt me so it's like a natural behavior for them to actually attack things that are on their belly um, but that goes to uh, uh, like you said our misunderstanding of cat behavior what are cat affiliative behaviors so when you think about cats and social grooming they're allowed to kind of socially groom around the chin around the ears yeah. areas where that particular cat cannot lick or groom exactly you can lick your paw and do this but you know like if i want somebody to you know clean around my ear it's easier if i do this and then you you can uh, do mine mm -hmm. but another cat does not groom the belly of its friend Fine. I mean, when we watch them play together, even uh, mostly kittens, of course, we see that it will be a part of the normal play. Yeah. Uh, so we will see that, uh, you know, one cat while they're playing and actually if they're playing and not fighting, it's going to be, uh, each, they're going to alternate. It's not always going to be the same cat that's on his back. It's, uh, yeah. it's going to be, if it's always the same cat on their back, uh, it might actually be fighting and not, not playing. But if uh, every time there's another cat on the back, then it's, uh, it's of course more likely to be playing, but you will see that it's actually a posture uh, that will allow them to grab the other cat more easily in that situation. Uh, and again, usually it's kind of like a playful situation, although it might also happen in an actual conflict. But as you mentioned, they're not gonna, it is not, there's no, not a chance that one cat will lay on his back and the other will just come and start like grooming his belly or something like that. Yeah. That's not normal. Again, it might happen, but it's not a normal thing. Yeah, exactly. And then we can even talk about how if you do have a kitten and your kitten is small and the, <clears throat> the likelihood of your kitten hurting you, substantially hurting you when you go to play with them, play, um, I would recommend not to use your hands for that kind of play because as they get older, they will continue to have that behavior in their repertoire because of prior learning experience so they might think that hey this is actually play and this is how we play but they don't realize that they're hurting you so i don't think that you should use your hand for play you always have some sort of toy as a barrier especially the ones that have wands because then there's a, a large distance between the hand and the yeah. actual physical toy yes yeah, I love all those that look like uh, uh, fishing rods with a with a feather and then stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And, and if you're giving tips about uh, how to play with cats, I would also say that cats have a very, again, kind of like kids, a very short attention span many times, and they get bored really fast with the toys. Uh, so if you leave all of the toys laying around the house all day long, they're going to get tired of them and they're not going to continue playing with it. So the best thing to do is actually kind of like keep them somewhere in the box where the cat can reach and only introduce, you know, one or two or three 
every time and kind of like alternate between them. So to kind of like, you know, retain that novelty of, of the, of the toys and then they don't get bored so fast. Yeah, for sure. Anything else to talk about with those two? I mean, I guess we have a lot, but I think that today we're gonna keep it shorter. Uh, of course, like always, if anyone has any other questions or wants more clarification or just is mad that, that we said that cats don't like being petted on the belly and their cat does like it. Cause I know, I know some of you are thinking that feel free to write it. We're not going to judge you. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.